You're pretty loose back there. My name's David. I'm here to say this movie sucks and I'd rather use Ben Gay. You're next, kid. It's Butt Boy. Welcome to the Center Cut. I am a butt boy, Michael. And I'm Ear Boy. Thank you, Dave. And today mm-hmm. we have the guest that has known me longer than any guest we've ever had. That's true. My brother, my friend, person who has helped with all of the podcast music forever, Brian. Hey, Brian. What's going on, guys? Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I saw this as an opportunity to try and figure out a little bit more about Michael and his upbringing and what makes Michael Michael. (laughs) I was hoping that you would be kind of the polar opposite so that I could just kind of just blame him. And then the movie you picked was Butt Boy. And now I know that it is a larger issue. Yeah. It runs deep. That it's not just Michael and the way he runs his own life, but it, it seems to be a, a more widespread pandemic over in your family's household. I, I just think sure. it's a it's kind of a larger issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we agree with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But Brian, thank you for being here. What, what do you have going on? You got you got music anywhere, things people should do or buy that will help you? Do you have an Instagram or TikTok that people should follow? What, what's your thing? I haven't been in a solid band, I don't know, probably since like COVID really kicked off. That kind of ruined uh, the last one I was in. So I just, you know, jam with friends here and there, you know, do anything for you for this thing or any other projects you got. And that kind of scratches the itch there, but uh Always on the lookout for new uh, people to play with. So Okay. Do you have an Instagram or TikTok that people should follow? Instagram. Uh, I think it's just like my first and last name. Uh, it's nothing too cool on there. So, <laughs> Okay. You can check it out. You can not. It's uh, totally up to you. But I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be playing out more in the next year or so. I was in a cover band with a couple guys I work with, old friends for a while. So try and get that going again and maybe do some shows this summer. Awesome. Nice. We're not here to talk about Brian's music right now. We're here to talk about Brian's butt movie that he brought us. We're talking butt boy. But I guess first, Brian, why this movie? Uh, Well, you know, you you sent me the list of options and there's some classics on there that I don't know how you haven't even seen them in passing. Like You got to try, but. This one, it really struck me. I just heard uh, Duncan Trussell was talking about it on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast uh, right around the time you were asking me, and it seemed like a great opportunity. So figured I'd give it a shot. I had never seen it until this, so uh, it was a surprise for me as well. It was, <laughs> it was out there. Yeah, so we can't fully blame you because I you can I can blame him one hundred percent. No excuses. Well, there there's there's definitely a lot of very 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 weird things to talk about with this I movie can't even imagine what happened in the middle of this damn movie uh but dave <laughs> what so what exactly are we doing here today dave oh we watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes of butt boy and then brian's got some question for us to make sure we can figure out how fucked up the middle was that's it i can only imagine yeah so butt boy is an independent movie that shot out of the asses of co-writers tyler cornack and ryan cock or coke i don't know i never know how to pronounce people's last names that are k-o-c-h is it cock i think is it's it different coke? every time it's cochy yeah it's weird Koch. okay i'm gonna go with cock for this movie I like it's cock. cock it was directed by cornack and he stars as main character chip gutchell whose butt depravity we explore what fucking idiot would write a movie like this and and cast himself as the dude who has people in his butt i don't <sighs> <sighs> It also stars Tyler Rice as Detective Fox and Shelby Dash, which sounds like a porn star name, as Chip's wife, Anne. Surprisingly, this thing has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, which means this thing is certified fresh, which which is kind of insane. (laughs) Before you proceed with this podcast, if you haven't seen this movie, which you probably have not, go to Freevee right now and you can watch it for free. Don't do that. (laughs) Okay, you've watched it. You're back. Guys, let's shake our rumps and get on with the recap. I bet you regret that decision. 
Ah, but boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. So we open up to just the perfect stereotype of a shitty work environment. We're in Florida somewhere, so obviously you already know what's going to be weird. The manager is announcing a promotion. This manager is just the fucking worst. He's wearing a shitty tie and shitty yellow shirt. He's got way too much energy. He's too happy. He starts a little rap chant because he thinks he's just the coolest dude in the world. He's just obnoxious. I hate him so much. We did this style thing at Boy Scout camp when I was younger, but it was I'm a little teapot was the was the rap part. That sounds worse. Yep, it was. <laughs> so this is where we first meet our main character, Chip Gutchell. He just looks like the most depressed man I've ever seen in all my days. He kind of looks like you. Sad and bummed. Thanks, bud. <laughs> You're so nice and cool that I letting me know that I look just like that chubby butt boy. Thanks. He heads home for the night. His wife, Anne, is on the phone with someone. We don't know who. She won't let him kiss her. She He like goes in for a kiss, and she's just like, mm, what are you doing? Do you think he could have avoided all the butt stuff if his wife didn't have a landline and... He has like an old alarm clock. Like what is the alarm clock he has on his desk at work? Like based on the landline and the couch and a lot of the stuff we see, I I mean, we do find out later that the rest of this movie takes place nine years later, but we still don't know like the time frames. Is is this supposed to be like mid nineties or late eighties? Cause it could be. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking because there's also, um, there's a, a cop car in the, end of the first 15 minutes that also looks like an older Old. style cop car so i'm thinking like late 80s early 90s for yeah. the first 15 minutes so then Somewhere then the there. phone i guess makes a little bit more sense but fine is is there do you have any intel on that brian you do see i mean a lot of older car that like they, they never really say but uh you see a lot of older cars you end up seeing like a floppy disk and a computer so they're clearly like either really early thousands or just 90s but okay they never really say for sure you can you know deduce that th if you're using floppy disks like yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah for sure all right cool they have dinner. She mentions he has a prostate exam tomorrow. And uh, right after dinner, she gets back on the phone and he just lays on the couch with his baby and looks sad. She's holding the baby while they're eating dinner. Like, put weird. your baby in a high chair, you animal. It what was is, weird. Why? Yeah. High chairs weren't invented until 2003. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Why would he have a kid with this lumpy twat if he's so miserable? Like, he's so miserable. He's so miserable. He is so miserable. I don't know. Why have a kid? Like, he clearly, there, there's clearly no love in this relationship. So so why have Maybe a kid? the no love started after the, after the baby. I don't know. This seems like years of disdain for each other. Accurate. Who knows? But we do go to his prostate exam tomorrow uh, with a really aggressive doctor. Do you think that he could have avoided all the butt stuff if he took off his work clothes or wore better shoes? Dude's out here rocking like running sneakers and a work tie and shirt and tie like like he's filming that OK Go music video. You're talking about avoiding the butt stuff. This is the second time now you've said avoiding the butt stuff. And I'm confused. He has figured out what his sexual calling is. And you think that like if he did something different, he wouldn't have to be so jazzed for butt stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, did he escalate it into his cavernous asshole? 100%. But. I mean, if that was just his thing and his wife was willing to like stick her finger in there every once in a while, I think it would have been fine. He would have, know. quote unquote, avoided the treacherous butt stuff. Right. Satiated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I One of my biggest pet peeves is people who wear footwear that doesn't match with the rest of their wear. Wow. Well, that has <laughs> nothing foolish. to do with our conversation. So it does. That's what we we're just talking about. I said maybe he wouldn't have done the butt stuff if he wore proper clothes. I'm sorry. I derailed your really bad lead up to a really <sighs> bad joke. It's not a bad joke. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you about my pet peeve. A pet peeve for shoes that don't match the rest of the outfit. Yep. I mean, that also annoys me. Okay. But it also doesn't help me avoid the butt stuff, I guess. <laughs> so I don't know what that part was. I okay. Guess. Well, anyway. <laughs> Fine. Moving on. We're into the doctor's office. He, he's, we're in the doctor's office. The doctor is really aggressive, flips him around, like just like bends him over and shoves his hand up in there. The doctor looks surprised at how cavernous his asshole is. We think <laughs> we don't know. And also Chip just figured out that this is his thing. Like he's he's enjoying this. 
the doctor didn't even like lube up his fingers either. Nope, just stuck a glove on while humming some classical music and then shoved that fucker right up in there. <laughs> and he's pressed up like right against him in this scene. <laughs> it's it's really awkward. He's yeah. not giving him any room. No. <laughs> no, I'm not fully convinced it was his hand that went up in there, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I also really appreciated the posters on the wall. There was a, a knockout colon cancer and and there was just one that said AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> be aware of it. Just know about yeah. it. Yeah, it's just awareness, really. Be mindful. At this, point. Yeah. at this point, it's just awareness, yeah. Well, he gets home and has sex with his wife, and he keeps on trying to, like, put her hand up on his ass, like, trying to get her to do some butt stuff, but she's not into it. Neither is he. Well, he, I mean, he wants the butt stuff, and he's not into it because the butt stuff isn't happening. They're just both not into it. Do you think he could have avoided all the butt stuff <sighs> if he tried to communicate any more than just try it, try it, try it, or or had a bed frame? I don't. I'm just saying that's a hard conversation to broach. I think uh, it's like, hey, I went to the doctor's office and he stuck his finger in my butt and it awoke something inside me that I'm gonna need you to take care of right now. When your relationship's already on ice the way Chips is, that is not a great option. I mean, if you're trying to get her to spend time off of the phone, telling her you want to put you want her to put her fingers in, in your butthole or just all kinds of other stuff in your butthole is not going to help. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But also, like, the way that it went didn't really help things. <laughs> well, obviously, but he didn't realize how much it was going to escalate. Just saying he could have communicated better. I mean, you're Try right. It. Communication. Try it. Above all else. Yeah. Like, he literally only said, Try it. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Please. Try it please yeah well so she wouldn't put anything in his butt so he went took a shower and did it himself stared at the soap for a few seconds there was a really great it was a shot of his face and then a shot of the soap and then back to a shot of his face and then moaning and it was like oh that soap was definitely up in there for sure <laughs> his moan when he shoved the soap in his butt was it has to be one of the most haunting noises i've ever heard <laughs> it was life. god it was terrible and frightening and the worst it was the worst i'll never unhear it yeah if that was like an alarm on my phone i would never wake up no i think i would immediately wake up there's no way i'm snoozing that shit and having to listen to it twice that's not happening <laughs> so soon after we do see him longingly staring at the tv remote and then we just cut away from it and we assume like oh yeah okay we get it <laughs> Uh, and then later he's doing some weed whacking and uh, Anna or Anne can't find the remote. It's like, yep, confirmed. It's in there. It's just ironic because Bri Brian can tell you our dad has said a thousand times in our lifetime when one of us was like, where's the remote? If it was up your butt, you'd know it. Have you checked your butthole? Yeah. And this remote is, <laughs> in fact, up his butt. Why is his nose green? Why is his nose green I when he's mowing the lawn? I ask that, too. Why is his nose green? Is this a special sunscreen that makes your nose green? Also, do you think he could have avoided the butt stuff if he spent more time weed-whacking instead of only doing it once a year? <laughs> That's my question, because it was, like, up to his fucking nipples. It's like, what have you been right. doing all this time, Chip? There's a goddamn jungle in his front yard. Yeah. There was. There was. And I had the same question. I don't know if it's, you know, suntan lotion or if he just went that hard and it's stained green like <laughs> old pair of sneakers that you used to mow the lawn. I don't know. Uh, that's actually what I thought. I didn't I didn't even think about sunscreen. I thought it was just that he was like really up in there. Just yeah. like drag right, his nose or only his nose around in the in the freshly cut grass. <laughs> He's got some other real weird fetishes we just don't know about. <laughs> yeah. That one's even worse than the butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's going on at this guy's house? Wearing some weird green sunscreen on just his nose. He's sticking stuff up his a butt. Team USA shirt. Team USA shirt, which is classic. <laughs> well, we find out he'll be home alone tonight. The wife is going out with some friends. Perfect time to do more butt stuff. We do see a close-up of him washing dishes and the brush in the dishes. And then we see him bent over the counter and moaning again. So I'm assuming the brush is in there. Or the plate. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, guys, I don't know. <laughs> We heard him excitedly putting something up there again. He has a staring contest with his dog, and the next thing we see is him and his wife hanging missing dog posters. This is where this movie really started to lose me. It wasn't the previous butt stuff, but right. now he started to put large living creatures in his butthole, and I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like soap, remote, dish brush, fine, whatever, knock yourself out. But the yeah. dog... 
and the and the next thing not cool man not cool that other stuff is like that's probably stuff that people have done and like it's on one of those episodes of like weird shit that happens at the hospital and it's like yeah we had to take 20 army man out of this man's asshole <laughs> stuff like that like i could have seen all of these other things existing in someone's asshole right. the dog is where you lost me it's basically it's just a progression of this you know addiction and yeah it's it's just uh it's taking the form of you know now shoving dogs in so okay it's getting worse. Oh, boy. So as they're <laughs> hanging their dog posters, things get even worse. He sees a woman with a small baby. He turns to his wife and says, here, why don't you take our son Marty home? I'll take care of the, I'll take the care of the rest of this. Why don't you go just go take care of him? That's fine. I'm like, oh, that's him like, being a nice husband. That's cool. Like, he's just going to take care of it. And she can go relax. But then he steals a baby and shoves it up his butthole. And... We don't see any of that. Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. Thank God. I mean, I couldn't. If his moaning was also covered by a baby screaming and then all of a sudden it goes like muffled, mm. like from like crying to like a muffled crying as he like makes his final climax, I, I would have turned the movie right off. If that was a scene, I wouldn't have even finished it. I would have said, fuck it. You're doing this one alone, Michael. Like, I'm nope. <laughs> But thankfully, we don't. Thankfully, see that, that didn't happen. Yeah. But because I just right. thought it up, it lives in my mind now, and I hate it. <laughs> I've I've created it. I've done my own little my own little Snyder cut of Butt Boy in my mind, and it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> this fucking movie. Well, later that night, the police show up asking around because a baby has been has gone missing from the park, uh, abducted or whatever. But the baby is missing. Chip is kind of now starting to finally realize what he's done. It's kind of setting in a little bit. As he's walking up to the door with the cops, he kind of blacks out for a second, uh, stressed about what's going to happen. He finally comes to and just lies and is like, no, I didn't I didn't see anything. Like, I, I don't know. That's terrible. But they grab some flashlights and go out with the rest of the town looking looking around for the missing baby. Listen, I mean, no offense by this. I really I really don't. But. What is the guy in the electric scooter chair really accomplishing on this baby hunt? He is looking at it from an entirely different perspective than all us <laughs> high-seeing folks. He could be the one that finds him. I'm just saying he could have stayed home. I mean, well, truly everyone could have stayed home since the baby is inside of his anus. Like, no one's finding this baby. If anything, that guy is more efficient of the baby searcher because he doesn't have to stop because he gets tired or his, or he, like his legs start to give out. He can just fucking go and go and go and go. No, but here's the thing. Until his battery runs out. If there's a missing baby that he could find, it's going to be in the street where everyone could find it. He can't go in any nooks and crannies, and that's where the baby's going to be. So you're saying he's not going to be able to go in a nook or, or a cranny or a butt. Correct. Right, and that's where the baby's going to be. If you have a missing baby that can't be found, it's in a cranny. It's definitely right in a, a fanny, you mean? That's what I'm saying, yes. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, well, Chip is now, like, as he's walking around looking for this baby, like, really realizing, oh, fuck, what the hell did I do? He ends up running home. I hate his run so much, but he, I mean, well, he I guess he's got a lot of yeah. stuff up in his ass. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's fine. I mean, it takes a, having a stick up your ass to a whole other level. <laughs> he, he kind of goes running home. He tucks Anne in who is asleep on the couch. I'd assume waiting for her husband to come home to announce that he has found the missing baby. He knows where the missing baby is. It's in his butt. Then he just goes into his bedroom and cries for a while. Mm -hmm. He's just sad because as one does, he put a baby in his butt. Here's a real question though. And I don't, I don't normally like the whole, like, don't drop the soap in prison trope. Like, I think that's stupid and it's overplayed. But, like, wouldn't he want to get caught to go to prison to get more things in his butt? He figured out that he liked putting things in his butt. He liked things in and around his anus. <laughs> Fine. I think now the addiction part is set in because it is a forbidden secret thing. That is creating the adrenaline and that rush that he wants. Oh, okay. So getting the butt stuff in prison wouldn't be helpful because like it's he. Yeah. I mean, he could offer up his butt all he wants, but also okay, those guys are only going to do it once because his asshole is absolutely cavernous. It can't be. It can't be fun. That's true. Okay. It can't feel good. It's like you walking down a trail and then just like sticking your dick in a cave. It's like, well, okay. that's not achieving anything. My dick's just out. <sighs> <sighs> Well, <laughs> at this point, the intro credits finally start up only 13 minutes in weird ass fucking movie. We start to hear some news stories um, as the camera pans up out of the house. 
it's just mainly all about a missing child and how a child went missing from a park and blah, 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 blah. And how, how did this happen? It must be the parents' fault and everything. And and then we see Chip try to commit suicide. Now he's at the point where he can't stick any uh, larger things in his butt without people noticing. So I guess it's time to end it. I mean, I would also try to hang myself if I had a baby and a canine in my large intestine. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if I like put them there willingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. It is now that the best part of this whole movie takes place, and it is the fucking title card, and the fucking music that plays behind it is so good. It's so good. It's a song that was specifically composed for this movie called The Chip's Belt by Feathers, and it's fantastic. But we do, after these intro credits have got going and we saw our title card, get text that says we are nine years later. The intro credits are now in like full swing. They're like going gangbusters. Badass music playing in the background. And we see a cop driving an old car with like one of those like it's just his normal car. And then he like throws a, a blue Single light, light. <laughs> on top. Naked gun style. He's just driving it down the road as the credits roll for about a minute and a half. And that's where our first 15 minutes ends. Yeah, before he even arrives anywhere. 13 minutes of a dude figuring out he likes to stick giant shit in his asshole and another minute and 30 seconds of a a dude driving a car. That's what we watched. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. On to the last 15, the rear end of this movie, if you will. You're the worst. At one hour, 19 minutes and 42 seconds. We hear footsteps as we see only about like half the screen, like the the middle half of the screen, and it's all red and plasma-y. We see the detective guy from the cop car that was in the first 15, and he's walking around this very red, what we can assume is a butt tunnel. Yeah, I, I mean, it just looks like, like a red cave, but that, I mean, then we learn it's he's in his butt. He's in his a butt tunnel. Yep. Flashlight in hand. Yeah, at least he brought a flashlight. Smart. He eventually comes to a wall of sorts or like a, a, a butt wall, and we see fingers coming through this butt wall. And we cut to the real world where good old Chip is getting yet another prostate exam, this time by a far less creepy female doctor who tells him that he's loose back there. <laughs> yeah. You don't ever want to hear that. You don't ever want to hear that. <laughs> really? I don't know how I got loose back there. Maybe it was shoving a baby in. She prescribes him some Vicodin and antibiotics. That should fix the looseness. And calls him Mr. Hero. Yeah, what did he do to save, to be called a hero? We then shift to an AA meeting where we slowly shift around from face to face of the circle of attendees of various colors, shapes, and sizes as he gives some run-of-the-mill ex-drunk speech. Some of the people in this AA meeting, man. Boy. You think that they told all these extras this movie was called Butt Boy? No. They didn't even tell him what the premise of the movie was. I think there was like a working title. I think there was a working title. And I'm actually, I'm convinced that only the detective, the child, and Chip know what the actual plot of this movie is. And the rest of them were lied to and just given an alternate script. And they have no idea that they're in a movie where a guy puts a bunch of stuff in his butt. To get that many people to agree to do this movie just seems... It seems like a stretch. How in God's name did they convince his wife to act in this movie? Like, you're going to be married to a guy. You're going to kind of be in a loveless marriage. And then he's going to figure out that his sexual thing is just putting increasingly larger size things in his butthole. (laughs) Escalating to a full size human man. Then that's really when the party starts. Her name is Shelby Dash. Again, I think she was probably a porn star. Maybe this is a like porn her star. First dip into movies, that yeah, are, that don't involve her vagina. That'd be a, like a bad, a bad porn star name. I think anything fast related is just a bad, <laughs> bad thing for sex. <laughs> My porn star name would be Quick McDick. So I don't know. Yep, that sounds about right because it's quick and it's a it's a small Mick, dick. It's right. a Mick, a Mick dick. Yeah, <laughs> mm, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
everybody claps when Chip says he's no longer scared. And then yep. we cut yet again back to RTM, his workplace from the open. And corny Sugar Hill gang boss is now giving a speech about how awesome Chip is and waxing poetic about how he's a true hero who made a split decision to, quote unquote, get rid of a scumbag. What did he do? I think that somehow he convinced everyone that the detective was a scumbag. I think so, too. And then he absorbed him into his butthole. And now everyone thinks he's a hero for eating the detective with his butt. (laughs) (sighs) We'll get there, but maybe. Chip's on crutches now, probably related to the hero situation. Assuming that absorbing a man into your anus does some really crazy shit to your (laughs) lower half. (laughs) Chip also now has a nickname, Gutchman, which is truly, truly bad. That's just a really bad thing. At the worst, just call just call me Chip. <laughs> just call me the hero Chip, please. Yep. <laughs> but dude's living it up. People admire him. So I think the moral of this movie is to just try butt stuff. I think everyone needs to try butt stuff. <laughs> I agree. You'll you'll come out on top. If you're going to do butt stuff, do it so good that it advances your life and career. But don't tell anyone about the bad butt stuff you did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the moral. Don't tell yep. anyone about the bad butt stuff you did. I'm going to mark my Outlook calendar, B- BRB. Mm-hmm. So as the boss is doing the goofy rap again, we see a scene from inside Chip's rectal area. And there are multiple people. I counted at least three sets of hands passing along that bar of soap and remote from the beginning. Yes, I agree with that. But I will save it for my questions same all this activity in his innards makes chip have to hobble out of the meeting to the nearest restroom and after some struggle we see him look down at his work and he must have been listening to to boweling for soup it is it's come on that was it's disgusting that wasn't even good (laughs) that wasn't even good you're losing it in your old age it is very very bad we see the soap and the remote and chunks of it just looks like weird soupy pudding chili. Why is literally all of the water brown? Why? <laughs> like so thickly brown. Well, it takes a lot of liquid to get a remote and a bar of soap out of your out asshole. Out of your asshole. Right. Right. But it's bad. But don't worry. It gets immediately worse. Yep. He yells, fuck, and drives home. But then it flash cuts to him post restroom take two. And now there's just a, a brown chunky soup dog but a dog that's looking no worse for wear it looks the same as it did at the beginning doesn't look nine years older oh uh, yes it does i yeah i think it aged okay it well, aged it still it lived for nine i mean just living for nine years alone is is a victory but to do it in another man's ass it's like that's that's a whole other level that's like i do wonder how the dog survived in the butthole that whole time it means eating all the scraps bro just like just like cable scraps but in your body but at that point it's all been sucked of like nutrients like there's really no no nutritional value to anything that's passed down into your intestines anymore that all that all got sucked out through your stomach i mean dogs eat bad stuff that's that's a i mean yeah but i think like my dog wouldn't be able to survive just eating its own shit is what i'm telling you it's not it's eating your shit it doesn't okay fine i don't think my dog would survive if i just fed it poop all the time because if it could, then I wouldn't even have to buy dog food. <laughs> like, do you know how much money I spend on dog food annually? It's staggering. If I could just shit in their bowls and they were just fine. Close the loop, if you will. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice closed loop. It's like a it's like a human centipede style. Hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine if this man with a cavernous asshole was part of the human centipede? <laughs> wow. Now we're talking. Well, at least the dog is alive. That's that's the only positive I can muster out of this situation. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I was sad when I thought the dog got fully killed by his giant asshole. But now yep. at least the dog's alive and it's fine. Yes. More or less. But impossible logistics aside, the dog has now been excommunicated from his colon. Correct. Chip- takes this opportunity to be a good dude i guess so he he brings the pup to his front door and he dries it off with a towel she says it was all wet and i don't think it was like butt juice wet i think he bathed it i think yeah i think he cleaned it yeah i think he hosed it down yeah for the love of god i hope you watched it first yeah yeah and he knocks on the doorbell and runs to go back into his house from the rear and just this wouldn't work on me personally like amazon and ups knocks on our door all the fucking time and we just ignore it you don't go to the door anymore just text me like an actual human i would have gone to the door but i wouldn't have for a minute assumed 
it came back to me because it loves us and it remembered. No, it's sitting on one of your towels and it's been recently watched, you stupid idiot. Is your first thought, hey, this might have been in my husband's ass. (laughs) Well, no, but it's not like, oh, our dog figured out how to bathe and dry itself and it left a towel here and now it's home. Why is one of our towels on the front porch? Like, I just don't under. It makes no sense. I mean, my parents lost a kitten once and it came back like two and a half years later. It just like showed up one day. Did it? Yeah. And then it was gone another like. Was it wet later, and but... then also had a, t- a towel with it that it was carrying around? No. Yeah. Well. And scoops up the pup excitedly and Chip makes it around the house like and he acts like he's been there the whole time. It's like, and he acts surprised. It's, it's, it's quite the ruse. It's, it's quite him. the ruse. But he's also just wearing like a weird Terry teal robe this entire time. He's always wearing robes. Why? I've never seen a person wear as many robes as this man. He's all about the robe. He just it's lives for a life easy of access to the butthole. Is exactly. What it is. Yep. He's not wearing yep. anything underneath that sucker. He does immediately go to the bathroom and downs an entire bottle of Doctor Sam's stomach elixir <laughs> for your gut. Absolutely ridiculous, Doctor <laughs> Sam's stomach elixir for your gut. <laughs> If this is anything like the weird cherry poop juice I had to drink before my colonoscopy 10 years ago, I Get worry ready. for his insides. <laughs> here, comes, here comes that small Asian child that you ate because, oh boy, howdy. Inside Chip's sphincter studio, we see the bluish stomach elixir liquid thing that starts to like trickle down into the butt walls. Okay, the blue, the blue liquid glowing against the red was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the eight to 10 year old kid touches it Mm -hmm. to be fair like it looks almost identical to the the supernatural jizz wall from outer bank season three that we just watched Mm -hmm. and that led to gold that led to the treasure the lost city of gold or whatever i feel you kid the detective looks down a butt tube and says all right kid you're next (laughs) and (laughs) we start to see the the blue jazz affecting the kid negatively like really really bad yeah like i think that kid might die yeah that's blue liquid unless it is gatorade is usually not good for you yeah typically you're correct do you guys think that skeeter valentine from doug had blue jism or did it just come out like whitish clear like the rest of us Ooh, that's a good question yeah that's a i've never really pondered what like color pastel, pastel blue yeah okay but wasn't yeah. there like some other colors involved in his whole thing silver skeet <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call him that. Yeah. All right. Okay. I don't know. Have you ever asked a black person if theirs is black? I haven't. Well, what? then you have your answer, you racist idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but speaking of blues, why is this chip dude's house so goddamn teal? Everything in his house is teal. He's like Marie from Breaking Bad with all the purple, but it's all teal. Everything. Did you notice that, Dave? Nope, I didn't. Did you notice it, Brian? I'm glad you picked up on it. it it's through the entire movie. They, they use that color a lot. Oh, God, here we go. It's like a fucking... Was this <laughs> directed by... What's his ass? David Lynch. David yeah. fucking Lynch. Oh, the blue means <laughs> that it's only about this, this special thing. Yeah. It's only it's because people who like blue are really into blood, butt stuff or whatever. David Lynch. Do you think he could have avoided all the butt stuff if his house wasn't a goddamn Eiffel 65 music video? Probably. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Chip's wife, Anne. Talking all this nonsense about a future vacation, and Chip's like, nah, 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 nah. Ain't nobody got time for that. I got to split, babe. I love this. Uh, this is <laughs> he great. How he's like, I can't deal with this right now. Bye. He's like, we'll talk about this later. Bye. Inside Chip, the kid is looking real bad. He's got like neon blue face scabies, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. since everything's kind of red, it, it kind of looks like he's being burned by like purple plasma. It looks cool. I kind of think the acid is just kind of like eating away yeah. his soul so that actually brings up a good question is the stomach elixir he takes is he doing that to keep the stuff in and like kill the stuff that's inside of his body it's a good question i don't know if he knows that the things in his body are still alive mm, i do but even if he doesn't know if they're still alive i think that i think he's just trying to break down whatever it is that is causing him issues okay I agree. I agree. They don't ever really say for sure, but that does seem like the effort. I mean, he knows that the dog came out alive, so that's true at this point that there are, you know, so you're right, you know, just eliminate those. Yeah, I think that kind of almost makes me flip flop on that a little bit. I think that 
He knew that the dog came out alive, so he assumed that everything else that was living that he put in his butt is also still alive. So he assumes that they are fighting back, and that's the reason that things are coming out. So he drinks this stuff specifically to kill them. Okay. In the real world, Chip is at a thing where he's being honored for being a hero by the mayor and police chief. There's talk of a quote-unquote monster that Chip helped to take down, and now the monster is missing. So I'm going to assume... No, I'm going to ass um that they're referring to the detective that's in his anal cavity. It's got to be. It's got to be. We'll get there. Uh, but speaking of the detective, he's inside Chip's bunghole, splashing what I think is hot hot sauce all over the floor and walls of his intestines. It, he hot sauce. I th- I mean, it was something combustible. Oh, so you think it's gasoline? I thought it was hot sauce. I don't know if it's gasoline, but I think it's like something combustible because he lights mm. it on fire. And yeah, but it looks like hot sauce. The bottle and there's like a little Mexican face on it. Brian, can you tell us? It is hot sauce. Um, okay, thank you. you why does it that. light on fire? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, David, he has many things in his butt. This, there's some. <laughs> Maybe there's some bit other of thing. supernatural in this. But movie. then spreading, but then spreading the hot sauce did achieve anything. I don't know. This movie, man. So many plot holes and anal holes. And buttholes, yeah. Outside, people are shouting, chip, chip, chip. And it's all slow-mo as <laughs> the haunting music starts to incorporate what sounds like like faraway sirens. It's just, it's, makes you, it makes you feel. And inside, we see the detective flick his lighter as things inside begin to smoke and crumble. Are you all ready for this part? <laughs> yeah, this that's wild part. Can we talk, before you say what actually happened, I want to talk about what you thought was going to happen. Based on what we've seen so far, what did you think was going to happen here? I thought things were going to just shoot out of his ass like a, like a firework display. I thought he was just going to have like explosive diarrhea and people were going to come flying out of his asshole. Mm. Yeah. That's, I was like confident that that's what was going to happen. Is that what you thought too, Bray? yes or uh you know at least like a flame just something you know oh, not that would have been good what it was but uh they went all in well we hear a little fart gurgle and then in an instant chip spontaneously combusts he is in no front of everybody <laughs> sending blood and guts all over the audience as everybody screams in horror people are crying puking a disabled man yells what the fuck <laughs> He was a, he's one of his coworkers. Uh, there's just chunky blood dripping down the flag. The mayor wipes body juice from his eyes. They referenced the flag so many, like, and America so many times in this movie that makes me feel like they definitely wanted to get across, like, this kind of crazy shit could only happen in the United States. <laughs> I don't know. Brazilians really like butt stuff. No. This could have happened in Brazil. I'm just saying. How do you know? Oh, I just do. It's just a sky's blue, grass is green, Brazilians like butt stuff. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yep. All right. From the tumult, we see the detective rise up from behind the overturned podium that Chip had been standing at, along with a kid with goggles. Where did this kid get all this stuff? Has <laughs> he, Chip been... Chip shoved it up there, yeah. Chip is like, oh, that kid's going to need a jacket. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold this it's winter. It's going to be cold this winter. Chip's yeah. going to... I'm going on a hike this morning. It's going to be chilly. That kid's going to need a jacket. You know, I bet sometimes there's a lot of like liquid in there and he can't see well. Maybe I should give him some goggles. Here's the question. Do we think that this is the baby that Chip keistered, but all grown up? Yes. Or do we think it's a different kid? Baby. I think it's the baby as well. But the soaked detective hands the police chief a computer disc, a floppy disc, and says, case closed. A computer disc. Well, it's not a floppy disc. What the fuck is wrong? It's not actually a floppy disc. Floppy disks are big and floppy. This thing's one of those hard disks. What are you talking about? It's a hard disk. What do you call the hard disks? What's a what then what's a floppy disk? This is a floppy disk. No, a floppy disk is the one that's big and floppy. That's why they call They're it a floppy disk. They're all floppy disks. No, They're it's not. All try escalate. Try flopping one of those. Go try ahead and one. fucking Google image search floppy disk. Right. There's just sizes of them. It's just but different it's not floppy. progressions. But the other kind is actually floppy. I understand, and that's what created the name. I get it. Cool. Right. But just because the, the thing changed doesn't mean the name changed. That's dumb. You're describing how the disc is, and it's not actually floppy. So why okay, would you call it Well, that? our podcast is basically just a penis podcast, but we still call it the center cut. We didn't just change the name to penis podcast. <sighs> Did we? Huh? Shaft was taken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fine. Music has overtaken the sound at this point, 
as the detective leaves all the panicking people with the boy in tow, and we cut to the boy being rushed into a room and on a hospital bed. He's covered in poop and blood, like a failed sexual experiment, and doctors immediately start working on him. That's frightening. That's still a small child you're talking about, but fine. His mother comes running in, looking pregnant, mind you. Yeah. And the detective, head hung, just shoves out his arm to point to the room. (laughs) I kind of love it. He's had a trying few days, I think. I just, I can't even imagine the trauma of finding your boy who had been missing for like eight years, knowing he was just in a man's asshole. (laughs) Do you think that's better or worse than just assuming that he's dead and gone forever? (sighs) Like, do you think you'll ever be able to look at that child the same way again? Like, they got taken from you when they were, like, younger than one, 10 years ago, almost, and now you've gotten them back and find out that they were absorbed into a man's asshole and survived off of the scraps of his intestinal tract. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, clearly the detective talked to him. He said, hey, kid, you're next. Like, the kid wouldn't even know what that means. How's he? He didn't he learn English. Talk. He didn't learn words. Unless he just learned by listening through the through the butthole. Yeah, or mm. if, I guess maybe Chip could have eaten, like, hooked on phonics or something. You it's know? also, yeah, that's true. Maybe he was like, oh, he's going to have to learn. He, like, ate, like, a... <laughs> Like one of those like sets of encyclopedias that they used to sell door to door, which is like, well, maybe you'll read these. <laughs> but anyway, we get a final parting shot of our hunky bearded detective and he exits out the back door. Very fitting, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a back door. Yeah, we got it. Thanks. And that is butt boy. <sighs> OK, Michael, I need a break, please. Let us shove a center commercial no, don't, don't, up, up, no, up. No, don't. Don't do that. Don't. Today's episode is brought to you by our Patreon, The Center Cult. Are you saying that I should be angry at our Patreon for the fact that I had to watch this movie? Or your brother? Both. Okay. Understood, then. If you are not currently a patron, we would love to have you. Patreon.com slash The Center Cut. Join the cult. Yeah. You're going to get tons of awesome extra content from us and stuff and you get to engage with us and we ask you what you want to see for consumed and stuff like that it's just awesome you're getting a bunch of stuff from us but also you just get an opportunity to support the show and if you're listening on a, a you know a weekly basis or whatever and you like hearing us then you can get some more stuff and you can just support us so we keep doing this stupid dumb thing and watching stupid dumb movies thank you thank you thank you thank you if you're currently a patron you're listening you're like am i already doing this thank you that we we love you you're the best we love we love you a lot yeah but there's more there's room for more there's definitely there's definitely more people that are listening that aren't in patreon so again patreon.com slash center cut hit us up and if you have feedback as always send it to the center cut cast at gmail.com yeah and you can check out all the socials we're posting different stuff on tiktok and instagram and all kinds of fun stuff at the underscore center underscore cut thank you we love you oh i am full to the brim right now brian of Soap, remotes, little boys, dogs. You guys wouldn't believe the shit I've been sticking up there since I watched this. I didn't realize that every butthole is a portal that will make whatever you stick in there tiny. And you could just put whatever you want up there. For sure. And you're you're clothing, you know, the children that you shoved in there with whatever washes ashore. Yep. And it's like a a shitty castaway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Wilson. (laughs) That's like a... That little kid's volleyball just kind of rolled down the cave. Right. Yep. Bad. Well, Brian, you have some questions about the middle. You're going to quiz us, and I am feeling confident that I'm going to beat Dave today because I know way more about butts. I do not want to win this one, so I just went for fun. So go ahead, win. And if you lose because I was just playing fun, then it's like extra bad. (laughs) All righty. Jump into this. So the first question I have for you guys is what piece of physical evidence first puts Russell, uh, Detective Fox, on Chip's tail? It's wild because we really only see the baby once. It's from afar, and it's on a picnic blanket with the mom. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question that we never really talked about. How the, the hell how? did he abduct that baby? Right, right. Because like he got her, the mom away from the baby, and then... But even if he did that, she would know that it was him who took yeah, the baby. Yeah, it's whatever. like, oh, anyway. the last person to see my baby was that weird guy, and now it's gone. Maybe we should talk to the weird guy and look in his anal cavity, please. That's the first thing. I, if I ever lose a baby, the last person to see my baby, I'm sticking my full arm right up in their asshole. <laughs> 
Anyway, that being said, the only other thing we see in that first scene, we saw a picnic basket. A picnic basket? I think that's what first clues the detective in on it because no grown-ass drunk at an AA meeting has a picnic basket unless he's only toting it around to commemorate the young child he shoved into his poop hole. Wow. Hmm. This movie's crazy enough that that answer isn't that far-fetched. Thank you. But the fact that you were confident that you're going to win based off of that answer is concerning. <laughs> I think he finds a missing child's hair underneath Chip's desk. More, A little more on that later. Those are both very good, uh, very good answers. You don't have um, to patronize I will say him. that, Michael, you are wrong. Damn it. Though, I mean, that is good with what you've seen for, for context. Uh, Dave, you are almost there. Uh, mm-hmm. If not correct, they don't mm-hmm. really say where this hair came from. What? But it is it's a, a dingleberry with lint and hair in it. So you can either surmise that as a, a, an anus hair or child hair. Oh. But that is what he finds that first cues uh, him in. So wow. I will give a full point to Dave. God damn it. If you beat me <laughs> on this fucking butt movie. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. All right. That was very good. Dave. That was very good. One nothing, Dave. All right. Question number two. It's bring your kid to work day at RTM. Fun. What game is played in the office among the children? Hide and seek. I think Lee's son hides under Chip's desk and then hides in his butt. See, I was going to go with hide and seek. While I was torn between Duck, Duck, Goose and Hide and Seek, I, I was going to go Hide and Seek because I think that would make sense. Like, that's how he gets the idea to add to his colon collection. But because <laughs> you said it, Dave, I'm going to switch my answer and I am going to go with the right on the nose answer. They were playing cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like your answer better, Michael, but uh, Dave's Dave's got it right. Dave's God got it right damn it, I should have stuck with point. it. Um, they do play Hide and Seek. <clears throat> Uh, though cornhole uh, i mean it's pretty good. very good answer very good answer damn it should have stuck with the right answer <laughs> also i just want to say that the the rtm logo looks a lot like just rim oh uh, yeah uh, they probably did that up it also gave <laughs> me ibm vibes yeah, i don't know I if it was just because it was three good. letters but also like the look of it and stuff <laughs> all righty so two nothing rushing this right now <laughs> i'm going for for a clean sweep of butt questions. Uh, question number three. RTM is a relatively small office. How is Chip able to pull off the office abduction? I think that he put something stinky in the break room for all of the adults to go look at, like a like a dead squirrel or something. And then when they're not looking, like, yoink, kid in his butt. The old dead squirrel hiney switcheroo. Classic. Classic. <laughs> Yeah, if I had a nickel for every time that's happened to me. <laughs> I think John Lee's child hides under Chip's desk, and Chip takes that as an opportunity to absorb him into his asshole. When you say absorb, I mean, what other word should I use? Well, does like he forcibly put him in there? Or absorb makes it sound like it just happened like naturally. Like the kid like, went, like he was just sitting on his chair, and then Chip sat down without realizing, and then just like... Yeah. And, like, and he was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Chip purposefully decided that he wanted this kid to be in his body. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to make this as awkward as I possibly can because it's the okay. worst. Um, I mean, Dave, Dave's right again. Um, God! He, <laughs> during Jeez. the hide and no, seek, that, uh, this, this young Lee, he crawls underneath. And uh, no again, way. Chip does the, it's, it's the cinematography where he's looking at the kid, the kid's looking at him. Oh, it's just perfect. a back and forth. As soon as, as soon as you see those two close-up scenes of both their faces, it's like, uh-oh. Right. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> I am crushing this. Chip is also the, the IT guy. So mm-hmm. just to go a little further and expand on that, he goes ahead and wipes the footage so he can then, uh, you know, really pull this off and not be seen. Interesting. So another point for Dave. Uh, <laughs> Three nothing. <laughs> You're going down hard. You're going down hard, Michael. Oh, You're going to have to have a really good back this half hurts. here. This hurts a All lot. Right. <laughs> uh, question number four. Family game night was a hit. As a treat, Chip sneaks out of bed and jams this board game piece into the depths of his prison pocket. <sighs> Originally, I wanted to say all all five dice and the cup from Yahtzee, but that's not really a board game. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I think he he sticks the entire trap for Mousetrap up <laughs> in there. That actually is pretty okay. good. Okay. I almost went with the little dog from Monopoly so the other dog could have a companion. <laughs> I, I thought ridiculous. Top Hat <laughs> was just my go-to. But then I remembered seeing some of the promo art for this movie. Oh. And there is that prototypical like fat bottom little penis tip piton piece you know you know like the the prototypical game piece and i know my board games like from sorry that's what it is it's from sorry which is a nice little reference because he sends it up his anal passage to the little boy to say i'm sorry that looks too much like a butt plug and sorry by justin bieber plays while he does it lock Mm -hmm. it in no that would put (laughs) us in in the the late 2000s oh yeah so you're right it's not that it's not that but it but it's the piece from sorry so michael you are correct um it is the blue pawn from the game sorry yeah. Um, and yeah. it is, I mean, it's a bit on the nose, but it's, you know, you know, sorry, you know. Yeah, sorry. I'm going <laughs> to put a bubble so up it's in there. It's a little joke there, but. Uh... I crushed it. Yeah, you're <laughs> crushing it, bud. Good job. Uh, you, you saw the promo art and saw the exact piece and the exact answer, but you did good. I mean, I'm proud it's of you. A impressive. It's a little impressive that I knew it was from sorry. Three to one. Three to one. As soon as you said the typical piece, I said, oh, like the ones from sorry. Okay, well, you know. I'm I'm annoyed at this movie because at this point he's stuck an entire uh, well at this actually we don't know at, at this point I don't think he's stuck an entire man in his ass but he has stuck multiple children in his ass and I I can't fathom that putting a tiny little piece from sorry would provide him any joy in any way mm. shape or form so for for that piece um, this is very soon after it it cut for you guys for the first fifteen um, and you see him you know attempt the hanging and. It's, you know, nine years later, he's off the stuff for good. And this is actually the oh, first piece as okay. a, you know, relapse. Gotcha. That gets oh, him back in the cycle. So he starts small again. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, okay. I, I would have Very liked small. The, uh, the small Monopoly dog because that's also fitting. But that uh, would have been know, fitting. That yeah. Blue pond, that's that's how we got back on the wagon. Got it. <laughs> this is fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Sure. What does Detective Fox find in Chip's bathroom that proves his theory? I think he finds three things. I think he finds a bottle of the stomach elixir to keep stuff in his gut. I think he finds Astroglide to help insert things. And the November edition of Butt Consumption 101. No, four things. He also finds one of those butt plug trophies from everything, everywhere, all at once. It's an anal enthusiast starter kit. Interesting. So cool. Which one of those is your answer? Uh, all He finds all four things. Okay. So if he finds three of those things and not all four, you don't get credit. Mm. I get 0.75 points. Fine. <laughs> I think I think it's a tube of anal, anal lubricant. That uh, feels like the only thing that makes sense. All right. So he finds none of those things. Uh, oh. He <sighs> actually finds, as I said, uh, during the office abduction, uh, he wipes the footage, but he puts this footage on a floppy disk. Oh, my God. How did we not he find that, that floppy disk um, hidden in his bathroom cabinet? Why would you hide it there? Why would you save it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even hiding. I like does Getting he get floppy, you know, yeah, he wants to watch it later. He likes to get floppy. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, three to one. So no points. Yep. Question number six. How does Detective Fox end up inside of Chip? So I think that Detective Fox is attending AA meetings as well, but I think he is addicted to alcohol, um, unlike our friend who's addicted to putting things in his butt. And I think that he is eventually collecting all these clues and is really confident that it is Chip and he's the reason that these people and things are going missing. He drunkenly confronts him with his whole uh, family there, with Chip's whole family there. Chip sends his kid and his wife upstairs uh, and then turns around and Ace Ventura style grabs his ass cheeks, opens that giant gaping hole with teeth and just sucks that detective right in. I don't think it's that. I'm pretty confident. This was the toughest question of the bunch for me. I racked my brain for days, like trying to figure it out. I think the only plausible scenario based on the last 15 and and how he's dubbed a hero, I think that the detective stages like a, like a, like a purse snatching trap in an alley and then hurts chips leg and knocks him out. And then he lubes himself up and we actually see him crawl into chips hindquarters, like foot first. And I think that he plants the purse and has the pregnant mom from the end say that Chip saved the day. Boom. Nailed it. I don't hate the idea of him choosing to go in to try yep. and save the children. Yep. 
that's mm-hmm. not a bad thought. I had not thought in that in Thank that you. way. And that would explain why he brought his emergency hot sauce. So that's actually a portion of your answer is good, but too bad it was just a small portion of your answer. (laughs) This is at uh, Chip's son's birthday party. Um, They happened to go to a laser tag um, event, and it's all dark. There's strobe lights, fog. You see, uh, you know, various kids in there, and then Chip's running around with a a laser blaster, and he's having fun. He's uh, he's playing with the kids. Detective Fox follows him in, and there's uh, a bit of a shootout. He shoots Chip in one of his legs, Mm -hmm. and then as Detective Fox rounds a corner, Chip is grabbing his uh, cheeks, Ventura style, no way. Sucked him in. Yes. Like a, like a so the detective doesn't go in on purpose? No, no. He's oh. uh, he's trying to take him down. And <laughs> oh, man. I don't believe he Ace Ventura style sucked him in there. <laughs> in the dark with strobe. I don't I don't know if I get a whole point, but I should get something. <laughs> I think a uh, half a point is definitely uh, is definitely fair. All right. Three and a half to one. Oops. Oops. I won. Oops. All wins. Question number seven. How long does Russell spend in Chip's asshole? If one adult spends more than 30 days in a butt, they have to be legally evicted. That's what squatters rights are, right? Mm-hmm. That's how but I think it's, I think it's far less than that. I actually believe it's only been about six days, less than a week. If you can't find your way around a booty in a week, you aren't a real man. Lock that shit in six days. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to say even less than that. I think like a few tops, like two, three, because I, I do feel that everyone is excited for him to be a hero. So it does feel like that happened pretty recently that he sucked the the man who was firing at the children into his butt and everyone thought he was a great a great guy for saving them. And all the rest of this like took place pretty quickly after. So say maybe three days so i would have accepted two answers here so the the movie cuts to a, a, a you know just a just a wording of one month later wow in the in the scene before it goes back to um russell in there but he's also keeping a days in the hole tracker <laughs> on a just a piece of cardboard that looks like made it in there could have been the bottom of a pizza box it could have been anything. but uh he has 27 slashes on his tracker 27, 27. okay so wild one month 27 days but why did it take it was 27 days for all of these people to recognize him as a hero <laughs> i don't understand that <laughs> interesting i i am mad at the detective for not taking the opportunity to carve directly into this man's colon cavity <laughs> to mark the number of days he's been there. Yeah. Well, three and a half to one. Final question. You sound so, so so deflated. Yeah. <laughs> so final fun. question number eight. Detective Fox meets two children and a lost dog upon entering Chip's cavernous colon. Who were these two children inside Chip's anus? <laughs> <laughs> what a wild fucking question outside of this movie. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine that just rolled up on another normal ass movie? Uh, <laughs> so I think the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Who were these two children inside Chip's anus? Andy. Uh, obviously the original kid. And I do think that the original kid that he absorbed from the park is the one that comes out at the end. I think the other child in there is John Lee's son that got absorbed in the office. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And died to Dr. Sam's stomach elixir for your gut. Yeah, I mean, I, I think one is obviously Park Baby, locked and loaded. And then I think two is the the RTM kidnap kid. I just think, like, if it's any other answer, this movie is asshole. Like, puckered up, dry, weathered asshole. It's got to be those two. It's got to be those two. Ha- Please yeah, don't tell me there's another kid. <laughs> so the the Asian boy is Andrew Lee, the one from uh, RTM. Mm-hmm. But the other the other child is the child from the beginning. But you also find out that that is Russell's son. Oh, so the so, park baby is Russell's son. Yes. Oh, so that yeah. blonde woman is now with his the, ex-wife, uh, African American man, and uh, uh-huh. that kind of severed, you know, their marriage, their relationship uh, because the their child their got abducted. Oh my God, that's oh. <laughs> so the baby in her belly is is the African American man. Oh yes. An interracial baby in there. <laughs> this movie is so much deeper right, than I thought. Right, right. It's not. 
It's not. It's a man putting things in his butt. <laughs> That's an interesting twist that it's his son. That is an interesting yeah. twist. I did not see that coming. <laughs> so he he let the Asian kid die. He's just like, you are our fodder. Like, we, you can touch the wall. My kid's surviving. If we knew that ahead of time, I would have even been more on board with the detective trying to get absorbed into the asshole. That's wild that they happened. didn't take that plot yeah. line. He just happened upon his son. It just wow. like he got lucky and got got eaten by that asshole and then realized that his son was still alive in there. Mm. Wow. Well, David, you beat me four and a half to two, and I'm not happy about yeah. it. You yeah. got crushed. I mean, I don't believe <laughs> I got those first three questions right. That's wild. <laughs> Brian, I don't know how I feel about this movie. I don't know how you even feel about this movie because this was not something you planned ahead of time. I guess this is this is rare. We don't normally ask our guests, but I feel like because you didn't watch this movie before bringing it to us, right? If you had to give this movie just a real quick yeah. out, out of seven, what would you give yeah. this? Okay, I have to expand on this a little bit. So the idea of bringing this concept to the table to get funding <laughs> is a wild one to try to do. Like, forget the actresses and actors, just trying to get money for this. Just thing. trying to get someone to, to pay for Paramount. it. You can't bring this to. <laughs> Yeah. Anybody, you know, with any kind of real <laughs> backing. Yeah. So you're working on, you know, pretty low budget. But I feel that it is it's just a manifestation of addiction in something ridiculous of putting things in your anus. So I think that, you know, at the heart of it, it's a decent, you know, story. It's just they do it in an absurd way. So I'm going to give it like a four and a half. I'm going to give it a four and a half. I think uh, with more money, um, it could have been a little better. But uh, again, try to bring that to the table with serious investors. Right. Like Disney. It would yeah. Be but Conto. And I don't think so. No. But okay. Conto. That's the best you can come up with, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I appreciate that take. Uh, I don't know that we are going to give it as high as a four, and a four and a half out of seven, <laughs> but we, we only saw the ends, to be fair to be fair but i i appreciate you thanks for all that you've done to help over the years with the podcast and thank you for being here today but brian last chance to plug anything you've got my dude i mean i mean i'll always take an offer to perform at a wedding um <laughs> i like a good open mic night but i got uh, i got nothing really going on in the music sense right now so yeah you will always be our podcast boy all right <laughs> love it all the music you've produced for us has always been great. So we we appreciate it. And I know our listeners. Do too. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you being here. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks, guys. Brian is a great man. But this movie, I don't know. He makes some good points. But David, it's time for our center counts. If you want to make a movie about addiction, then just make the movie about addiction, not about sticking things in your butt and not about the magic of how giant things turn very small when you insert them in your tiny little portal of an anal cavity. And I don't understand. I don't get it. Okay, so what's your score? <sighs> this is liter literally based on the song that during the intro credits, because it is so good, I will give this a two out of seven. And that is why. That is why this didn't get a zero because I just hated watching it. Well, let me tell you. Okay, here, here's a little anecdote for you. I used to enjoy taking a nice shit. I did. While I was watching this movie for the second time and taking my notes for our recaps, I had to pause it to poop. And you know what? This movie ruined pooping for me. <laughs> I was sitting on the toilet and I honestly felt ashamed for no particular reason. I'll never be the same. This is the realest consequence of watching a thing that we've ever had, I think. Euphoria ruins drugs for me, and Butt Boy has ruined pooping. And now my life just sucks. Well, I am not as hard on it as you. I am going to give it a four out of seven, but really like a three and a half. I'm, I'm not going to give it a half point like Brian did. So I'm going to go four out of seven. That's a high, that's a high score. As much as I wanted to, based on the ends, I, I didn't love this movie. But I also didn't hate it. I'm intrigued enough to want to know what the heck happened in the middle. Now, I will say I didn't care for the excessive use of like slow-mo and elongated shots. There was a, there was a lot of it. Mm. I also think the first 15 was far better than the last 15 because just like more happened. There wasn't really a whole lot of content in the last 15. You, like, you liked the butt stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. It has shades of my favorite movie ever, Freddy Got Fingered, in that it's not afraid to be fucking weird and also have the main character be pseudo unlikable because you really can't like chip no i mean he's done movie. a lot of really terrible shit 
Is this supposed to be funny? Yes, because it's supposed to be so absurd. So on the crazy serious that thing. it's funny. And it's shot in a serious way, but it's really absurd. Yeah. Okay. Well, but either way, I, I appreciate that they went all in on the bit and that it's not just an over the top gross out comedy because it's not. It is framed as a thriller. And I think yeah. that's what makes it work. And that's why it has a 71 on Rotten Tomatoes. So four out of seven. That's a high score. That's much higher than I was expecting you to give it. But David, that's it for Butt Boy at the moment. What do we have coming up next? Coming up next, you and I are going to be covering a new a new show that has been getting a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of attention that a lot of people seem to like. We're going to be watching Beef on Netflix. Beef on Netflix. Beef on yep. Netflix. That episode will be coming out April 26th. So mark your calendars for the beef. It's not about meat so don't be scared off if you're a vegetarian or a vegetarian like me i hated okay that. david what do we have coming up for our patrons before that well, for our patrons they're gonna be getting some fun stuff so first and foremost we're gonna have a chat around this dumb movie and it's going to be whether or not we would rather be inside a butt or have someone inside our butts excited for that one i'm not looking forward to it all right david i am all butted out which i thought i would never ever say in my entire life but I think it's time to wrap this shindig up. I wish that we could get a counter of the number of times that we said any word for butt or anal or colon or whatever, like in this episode. I bet it was many, many times. Listeners, if you want to take up that mantle. Yeah, go ahead and be our butt counter. <laughs> like the space between those meaty cheeks. It's always better in the center. Yeah, it is. Yeah.